Michiana. This is Sylvia. I'm your manager of Michiana 101. For today's Michiana 101, we will be hearing some gospel music as we continue our theme for the month of Black History Month or African History Month, depending on which way you like it. And so, one of the things that you will hear is a, a Bible study called Elohim, which is actually a Bible study written by Tony Evans, who is the father of Priscilla Shire. Currently, I'm actually studying that with my church, and so every week I have opportunity to hear his readings and his teaching, what he's teaching us. In this series, particular series is called The Power of Names, and he goes through, he breaks down the power of names of God and different names that he is. And so the first one, we are going to hear about is Elohim. Elohim means the creator God. And he always has a verse that goes with it. The verse that follows this Bible study is Psalm 8.1. O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth, who have displayed your splendor above the heavens. And so we are on week four of this Power of Names series. And he does a great job of breaking down the power of a name. And so you will hear that. 
And so as you go on your day, find ways to enjoy the sunshine. There, believe it or not, there is sunshine here in Indiana. Some places further up towards New Jersey, New York area are in the negatives. Be thankful you have a warm place to go. A warm place to be able to be yourself. If you get a chance to go outside, take a look and enjoy God's creation. Think about what the majestic of his nature is, how majestic it is. Currently, the sun is shining, so there's reflection on the sun, on the trees, and it's just beautiful. It's not too cold, not too hot. Sometimes we need to take a step back and relax. Challenge for today is write down three things you are grateful for. Three things that you are blessed by. And see how God transforms in your life. Take care and have a wonderful day. Stand and appreciate the names of God. You will come to understand that his name is powerful. His name is, uh, is tremendous. Because his name and names are transforming. The first name we want to look at in looking at the names of God is his introductory name. This is the name uh, where we first read about him in the Bible in the first verse of the Bible. Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. It says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The Hebrew word for God in Genesis 1, 1 is the word Elohim, Elohim. That's a rich word because even in that one verse, we're given an education on the names of God. First of all, we learn that Elohim is transcendent. Transcendent means to be distinct. He is distinct from his creation. You know, there are a lot of views about God that amalgamate him with the creation. But he's distinct from the creation because he existed before the creation. It says, in the beginning, Elohim created the heavens and earth. Well, if he created the heavens and earth, then he existed outside of the heavens and earth in order to be the creator of the heavens and earth. That he is responsible for time. Because it says in the beginning. So if he created, and his creation brought about the beginning, that he sits outside of the beginning, and since the beginning equals time, he sits out of time, which means he exists in eternity. So we learn from this first verse that our great God exists outside of time. But he also exists outside of space and matter. We know that because he created space and matter. Because he created the heavens and the earth. In the beginning, God. But we find out something else in this chapter about God, Elohim. And that is, uh, he has personhood. He's a person. We know he's a person because he's talking. Let there be light. Let's separate the land from the water. He's, he's talking. Uh, he's creating things. He's thinking in order to speak cognitively. Thought precedes words. So he's thinking. He's also acting. And let me tell you something else he's doing throughout this first chapter of creation he's feeling because he said that's good that's good in fact he gets so excited he closes it down with that real good very good so this creator Elohim this creator God exists outside of time and space but yet he interacts with time and space in fact, we're told in Jeremiah 23, verse 24, that he fills the heavens and the earth. So he not only made it, he occupies it. In the same way that air occupies this room and air occupies our, our planet, we discover that God occupies the heavens and earth. So there's nowhere to run and nowhere to hide because he sits outside of it while being a full occupant within it. Uh, now, I know that's a lot to, to grab, 
And you can't think about it too long when you go jumping out somebody's window. But that's how awesome God is. We find out about this God that his creation, uh, theologians call it ex nihilo, or as Hebrews 11 uh, verse 3 says, that he created the things that are seen out of things that are not visible. In other words, he created something out of nothing. That's ex nihilo. Now, you can't do that. Science can't do that. Uh, I love Job chapter 12. Verses 7 to 9, because God says, why don't you let man investigate the animals and investigate nature and discover the handiwork of God? So God even invites science to check him out. If you don't believe I can do what I do the way I do it, check me out and you will see how awesome I am. You know, evolution believes that Nobody, with nothing, created everything. Uh, you can't buy that line, it'll make a monkey out of you. No, our great God has created time and space and matter. The galaxies. Andromeda, which is 2.5 million light years away. It would take... 4,400,000 years in earth years to send a message to it and receive a message back from it in light year speed. And yet God created it by speaking it into existence. That's how great Elohim is. The word Elohim is plural, by the way. We call it a majestic plural. It comes from El. El means strong one. It's a majestic plural because God exists in plurality. We don't have the details in Genesis 1, but we get the hint. And that is God exists in plurality. Even when he makes man, he said, let us make man. And then he says, and he made man in his own image. So he speaks in plurality and yet operates in singularity. How can you exist in plurality, operate in singularity all at the same time? Well, it's sort of like a pretzel. You got a pretzel with three holes. First hole is not the second hole. The second hole is not the third hole. All three holes are distinct, but they're all tied together by the same dough. The Father's not the Son. The Son is not the Spirit, but they all have the dough of divine nature. They all have the dough of deity at work in their lives. And so you and I get to discover this great God. We discover this great God in his creative genius. When he is crafting creation in such a way that he even restores things that are messed up. It says in verse 2, the earth was without form and void. Darkness was upon the face of the deep and the spirit of Elohim was moving over the surface of the water. Then God said, let there be light. And of course, there was light. Here we have God bringing order out of a chaos situation. Without form and void is a Hebrew word, tohu abohu. Tohu basically means a garbage dump, a swamp. That's why he has to separate the land from the water, because it's all mixed together. But God has to bring order out of chaos. See, that's why you need to know the word Elohim. Because life can get chaotic. Life can get messed up. Life can get confusing. But when you know the name Elohim, he can take nothing and make something. He can take madness and mess and create a miracle. Now, if he can do it in a universe, then can he do it in the universe of our lives? Because his name is Elohim, and he is mm-mm good. Because every time he does something, he recognizes how good it was. He says, it's good, it's good, it's good. And then ultimately, he creates man. And when he creates man, man in his own image, uh, it is the hallmark of his creation. You and I are the hallmark of his creation because you and I have been created in the image of God. That means we've been designed to mirror him. We can't mirror him as though we were him, but we can mirror him as reflections of him. 
So we were created to mirror the great God in a way that the rest of nature has not been given that opportunity nor that privilege. His name is Elohim. In the first chapter, through the second chapter, verse 4, that's the only name used of God. Every time you see God, you see the word Elohim, 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 some 35 times in the span of that uh, just a chapter and a few verses. And what is he doing in this introductory name that he gives himself? Well, what he's doing is letting you see his creative genius. You know how creative God was when he instituted creation? He made it so he wouldn't have to do it twice. Because he created in such a way that creation could replicate itself. And so animals replicate themselves. Uh, 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 the, the way the flowers bloom and the trees grow and pollen and bees repollinate. All of that is reproducing itself naturally. So we can live for thousands of years and not run out of air, not run out of water, not run out of grass. We can, we can do that, not run out of food because God has built in what he's going to do for us tomorrow by what he creates today. And he created reproductive systems. See, you've never met anybody like this before. Uh, and he's one of a kind. That's why they said, Hero Israel, the Lord God is, is one. Elohim is unique in his being, unique in his person. Now, what people want to do is they want to use Elohim without acknowledging Elohim. It was like Nebuchadnezzar who said, I did this by my own strength and by my own power. When all you're doing is piggybacking off of someone else. And then you've got the nerve, many people do, to be an atheist. You got, you got the nerve. In fact, in fact uh, as a man told an atheist one time, he says, uh, he says, you atheists have a holiday. He says, what do you mean we have a holiday? We don't have a holiday. They don't have a holiday. Oh, yeah, there is an atheist holiday. He said, well, what is it? He said, April Fool's Day. <laughs> That's your holiday because the scripture says the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. There is no God. <laughs> Nature reveals him. Nature expresses him. Every time you see the sun go up or the moon come up, you are seeing the handiwork of our great God. And that ought to elicit a response. Oh, Lord, how majestic are you? How awesome are you? And because you are this great Elohim, I don't want to be independent of you. I don't want to be separated from you. Now, I know it looks like in our world, people can do well without God. I understand it looks like that. That they can deny him, curse him, reject him, and abandon him, and still be looking like life is fine. In fact, you find people in scripture getting jealous of the God haters. Because the God haters, sometimes the Elohim haters, sometimes look like they're doing better than the God lovers. And, and, and it's looking like things are going well. But it's like a true event that happened a few years ago. A few years ago, on a little small runway, there was a single-engine plane that took off by itself. It just took off by itself. I, I guess the pilot uh, left it in gear unintentionally, and it just ran down the runway, and it just took off by itself. And it climbed and climbed and climbed, and it got pretty high with nobody in control. It was running its own existence, and it was running it independently. But about 90 miles out, the plane ran out of gas and came crashing down to the ground. Now, you can go a long way, you think, without Elohim. You can climb the career success ladder. You can climb uh, the recognition ladder. You can climb the prosperity ladder. You can climb the power ladder. And you can think you're doing it on your own. Yes, yes. But about 90 miles down the road, <laughs> when life crashes in on you yes, yes, yes. and you start to run out of gas, 
when there's a sickness that the doctors can't fix, a problem that, that the counselors can't solve, a predicament that you can't resolve, and you come crashing to the ground, you'll discover that God's law of gravity still works. And that when, when it's all said and done, his law will rule. And his word will stay true. In the beginning, Elohim created the heaven and earth. Because name matters. It is the name he wants to introduce you to, to get your life started in understanding the power of his name. El, strong one. Elohim, the plural God who creates, who reproduces. And then I love how he closes this. Because after he's done all of his creative work, after he's done all of this marvel that has been uncontaminated by sin, when he's done what he planned to do, we read in chapter 2, God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it. Because in it he rested from all of his work which God had created and made. Now, please note, he didn't rest because he was tired, because he ain't worked that hard. I mean, all he did was talk. And so, I mean, how, how tired can you be? Just talking, you know? Let there be, let there be, let there be. And everything he said came into existence in harmony. No, he didn't rest because he was tired. He rested because he was finished. Uh, basically, on the seventh day, he was saying, I rest my case. God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it because in it he rested from all of his work, which God had created and made. Now, please note, he didn't rest because he was tired, because he ain't worked that hard. I mean, all he did was talk. And so, I mean, how, how tired can you be? Just talking, you know? Let there be, let there be, let there be. And everything he said came into existence in harmony. No, he didn't rest because he was tired. He rested because he was finished. Uh, basically, on, on the seventh day, he was saying, I rest my case. Uh, you, you see what I can do. And I'm going to enjoy what I have done. All through the Bible, God's people are called to rest. The whole book of Hebrews is about rest. We're told in chapter 4, there is a rest that belongs to the people of God. It doesn't mean that, uh, that you're tired. It means that you're finished. In other words, God, you take it from here. You've done everything. I've responded to what you've done. You take it from here. Says, you resting, I'm a rest. He told Israel, for six days you gather, but on that seventh day, you rest. You let me take it from here. Elohim means that you can rest and relax in the power of God. It doesn't mean you're irresponsible. It doesn't mean you don't do what God expects you to do. But it does mean that you understand that the powerful God, Elohim, is big enough for whatever is taking place in your life. So the next time you've got to wrestle with power, I want you to remember a name. It's a special name because it's the first name. In fact, you can, you can relate to him on a first name basis. Because it says, in the beginning, Elohim created the heavens and the earth. And so I guess as we close this session, I want to say what the author of the psalm said in Psalm 34, verse 3. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. You know, in football season when a player, particularly a player on defense, gets through the line, and is able to grab or sack the quarterback or tackle the running back before he's crossed the line of scrimmage where he's made a big play 
and everybody's excited, you'll see him raise his hands and start doing this. He'll start pumping it up. What he's saying to the crowd as he pumps it up is give it up. What he's saying is join me in the celebration of this big thing I've just done. I just sacked the quarterback. I just trapped the halfback behind the line of scrimmage. I just broke up the play. And I feel so good right now about what I just did. And since I feel this good, I don't want to feel good by myself. So as I pump it up, why don't you join me and magnify my joy in what I just did by you celebrating with me? So magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Somebody ought to raise your hand. Pump it up, pump it up, pump it up, pump it up. Because his name is Elohim.
in its name it goes on and it tells you how beautiful girls are in the image of God and it's not just for little brown girls it's for all girls and everybody a lot of times this world tells us we are not beautiful or ugly but we also forget that God created us in this image of God and so we go on with life and we forget who we are God created us in his own image. He helped us know how beautiful we are. And so even though it particularly pertains to little girls, it can go further to teenagers and women of all races and all religions. As you think about how powerful you are, you are created in God's image. You are a powerful, beautiful girl, young woman young adult, teenager, whatever you are. And so if you ever feel that you are inadequate, remember, you are powerful, you are courageous, you are brave, you are beautiful in the image of God. Sometimes we do take a step back and realize there is more unto our world besides just the makeup and the hair that we think we have to be natural. We We can't a lot of times, us women, us girls, can't go natural because we're too ugly. So we have to beautify ourselves up. Although there's nothing wrong with being beautified up once in a while. But how far is too far? If you could from one day just go natural, maybe you could see how God created you in your own image. In his image. And sometimes we get caught up in this trance. The life was not as it seems. And we continue to call ourselves ugly. We are not ugly. Everyone is created in the image of God. You may feel ugly at times or feel inadequate, which you can feel. You have feelings. You can feel ugly. You can feel inadequate. But you also got to remember you are a child of God and you're created in His image. Remember who you are. Jesus loves you. You are amazing, you are powerful, you are courageous, you are brave, and you can do anything you put your mind to. Take care and have a wonderful day. Hey there, little brown girl. I just want you to know that your hair and your lips and your skin, melanin, it's all beautiful. Hey there, little brown girl, I just want you to know, it's okay for your nose to have a little bulging, nothing wrong with having bigger nostrils. Little brown girl, you are so beautiful to me, I hope you see, hey there, little brown girl, I just want you to
beautiful little brown girls Please know that you are strong enough to conquer the world And realize that you're melanated, educated, often imitated But you never duplicated So believe me when I say that you are powerful You are worthy And if you're passionate, it doesn't mean you're angry So keep your head up and let your voice be heard Cause you are everything and more that this world needs Little brown girls, you are so Let's pray for our children. I just want to cover them in this month of February. And my goal is to try to come on every day, whether for 30 seconds or a minute. Father, we thank you for our children on today. As many are already in schools, many are heading to school. Father, we pray your divine protection, your shield around all of our children. We cover every daycare. We cover every elementary, middle school, high school, college, and university right now. We cover it with your blood. And we decree and we declare Psalms 91 over our children. We thank you, Father, that you are our shield and buckler. You are our children's shield and buckler. So, Father, we ask this day, this morning, this morning, that you allow your blood blanket to cover our children in the name of Jesus. Cover our children as they go to school. Cover our children as they ride buses. Cover our children as they ride Uber. Cover our children as they walk to school. Cover our children even as they're in the school. Father, we pray that you will cover the teachers, the staff, the personnel. Father, we decree and declare your blood over all of our children from the north, south, east, west corners of this earth. Father, we plead your blood and we bind every assignment of the enemy. We buy murder. We buy premature death. We buy school shootings in the name of Jesus. And we lose your holy and your divine and warring angels now to excel in strength and might to cover our children in the name of Jesus. We decree and declare longevity of life. We decree and declare your angels are surrounding them. We decree and declare on the grounds, on the playgrounds, on every doorpost, every window, of every school. We plead your blood. Father, we thank you that you said if two or three would touch and agree. So if anybody that comes on would touch and agree with me, Father, we decree and declare that it will be established. So we cover our children in the month of February. We cover the babies. We cover our millennials. We cover our teenagers. We cover our youth. We cover all of our children on every corner of the earth, Father, in the name of Jesus. And we overthrow every plot and scheme of the enemy. We intercept. We see your angels to intercept every assignment that the enemy is trying to plot and plan against schools, shootings in the name of Jesus. And we decree and declare, Father God, that you will cause your angels to intervene and to overthrow every assignment that the enemy has against our children. And Father, we thank you that you hear. Father, we thank you that you're going to answer. Father, we believe you that you are covering our children in the month of February in the name of Jesus. And we honor you. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. If you agree, just type amen. This wants to be beautiful. She goes. I notice she knows. No limits. She craves. Attention. She praises. An image. She prays to be sculpted by the sculptor. Oh, she don't see.
Looking for ways to give back to your community? Here is something just for you. Wings Etc., located at 2815 South Gateway Drive in Goshen, and The Window have teamed up to give back this March Madness. Please help those in need in our community by donating any non-perishable food to the cause. Donations are being accepted at Wings Etc. Goshen from February 1st through March 16th. We will say thank you with $2 off your next Wings Etc. purchase coupon. Hope you get a chance to help out the community as well as supporting Wings Etc. in the window. Take care and have a wonderful day. Another fun event coming up in February is Be Your Own Valentine. 
and that will take place at the small shops at the Grand LV, and they are located at 104 North 3rd Street in Niles, Michigan. And that event will take place on Saturday, February 11th from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Hope you get a chance to check out the Grand LV as well as doing some exploring in downtown Niles. Take care and have a wonderful day. Looking for something fun to do with your kids? You can head over to the Battelle Community Center in Mishawaka for the Kids Art Workshop. And that will take place on Saturday, February 25th, March 4th, March 11th, and March 18th from 10 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. And that is for any children who are ages 6 to 12. Hope you get a chance to check out the Kids Art Workshop for a fun event. Take care and have a wonderful
listen up. You can be anything in the world, and God can trust an architect, doctor, maybe an actress, but nothing comes easy. It takes much practice. Like, I met a woman who's becoming a star. She was very beautiful, leaving people in awe. Singing songs, lean a horn, but the younger version hung with the wrong person. Got a strong on that. Sniffing up drugs, all in her nose. Could have died so young, now looks ugly and old. No fun, cause now when she reaches for hugs, people hold their breath. Cause she smells of corrosion and death. Watch the company you keep and the crowd you bring. Cause they came to do drugs and you came to sing. So if you're gonna be the best, I'ma tell you how. Put your hands in the air and take the vow. I know I can. Be what I wanna be. If I work hard at it. videos and do what they see as cute as can be up in the club with fake id careful for you meet a man with hiv you can host the tv like oprah winfrey whatever you decide be careful some men be rapists so act your age don't pretend to be older than you are give yourself time to grow you're thinking he can give you wealth but so young boys you can use a lot of help you know you're thinking life's all about smoking you don't want to be my agent, can't read and write Begging different women for a place to sleep at night Smart boys turn them in and do whatever they wish If you believe you can achieve, then say it like this I know I can, I know I can. Be what I want to be. be If I work hard at it
hope you've got a chance to enjoy some of the gospel music as well as an insight into Tony Evans' Elohim Bible study and what that looks like. Some of the songs in this were particularly chosen as a way for us to remember who we are in the image of God. A lot of times, particularly the female, the girls and the young women, are put down because they're not adequate. They do so much that they don't feel beautiful. There's a constant struggle. But also, the men out there, young boys, you're also created in the image of God. God knows your heart. He created you handsome. You may also feel ugly. But remember, you are powerful, you are brave, you are strong. And you can be whatever you also want to be. Because sometimes we get caught up in what the world is that everybody, male or female, young girls, young boys, men and women, feel ugly. They don't feel they're beautiful or handsome. But in reality, you are the most beautiful and handsome person God created you in his image. And you can become something more if you let God into your life and you remember who he is. Sometimes we all feel ugly at times, but we know that God created us in his image. So as you go out your week, remember both girls and boys, men and women, that you are powerful, you are brave, you are strong. And you can be anything you want to be. Take care and enjoy the day.